When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! Pretty good ass slee. We've got some bonus ask slees coming a little bit later on. I'm gonna I'm gonna back pocket for the sprinkle time them right. in a yeah, little we'll bit. Just, we'll just sprinkle yeah. them in a little bit as we go. A lot of response to my mustache picture. <laughs> Quite a bit of response. Yeah, if, if you haven't got a chance to see it, we, I tried my best to describe it. It was awful. Um, <laughs> go take a look. Go to Travis's uh, or Emily's, either yeah, one of the Station, Twitter pages. I think has retweeted yeah, it as well. It's, it's you, trendy. you basically can't e- escape it at this point. Uh, Capitano Matt says, why does Trav look like Chris Hansen just walked into the room? <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that at all. I, uh, that's, I don't like that. Corey from Tarzana says, Trav, that is a legit handlebar. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, it's not really a handlebar as much as it is a Fu Manchu. Handlebar means the little twisty one, I think, along the way. And then John has tweeted at Amanda saying, please do an addendum to Trav's contract that he has to keep it forever. Thanks. I, like, <laughs> I don't uh, think that's going to I like happen. Nathan Morris going out of his way and saying uh, nothing wrong with a little facial hair on the fall, listening at work, giving a compliment to the show. Thank but he's you. put up his uh, – he's he, got a real, I haven't seen that one yet. real I gotta, deal I beard that. right there. No, look. He we, probably, listen, he may very well not have tagged you in it. He did, but maybe he was just wanted to kind of communicate with me. Us mustache guys, we stick together. We, we, we've got our own special look that we give each other when we cross the street or we see each other in a restaurant, just like, yo, I get you, you get me. We kind of keep quote it moving, moving forward. There. Us mustache guys, <laughs> we stick together. There, it's it's my part of my presidential stick campaign. together, bro. There's no wrong time to have a good time, right? We got that one going yesterday. And then us mustache guys, we stick together. I'd get every mustache vote in America. Those- All 46 of them. Two <laughs> quotes alone could be an entire campaign. <laughs> right? That's all you need. You don't need anything more You want to be that. my running mate? Do you want to be my uh, my number two? I'm busy. <laughs> it's probably the best answer possible. All right. Uh, you got to go to the Laker game last night, and we're watching. Uh, they lost again. They played mm-hmm. their guys. They lost again. I'm not so worried about them losing, so to speak, but from what you've been telling me, I just didn't look particularly smooth last night either. Okay, so I, I guess there's a question I could throw out there. Does it matter? Does it matter how the Lakers look in preseason? Right? Like, if you, if you try to just ask that question, they're all in five. Okay, it's preseason. The games don't count. So I'll throw this out to listeners who have been watching some of these preseason games. Does it matter that the Lakers are losing these games or even how they're losing these games? 877-710-ESPN. Okay, Trev, this is my – this is what we got a chance to see yesterday. For the first time yesterday, we got to see LeBron, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook start together. Yep. They went small. Uh, Michael and I have been kind of making this argument. Michael wants to see – this is interesting. I, I didn't think – and I understand Michael's reasoning for this, but Michael's saying – Put AD at the five, start Carmelo with LeBron, put Russ at the one, and then whoever's shooting best, maybe it's Kent Bazemore, maybe it's Wayne Ellington, something along those lines, start games. He wants to see Anthony Davis at the five. So we get the chance yesterday to see these you know, these three play together, and, and it's not like this was seven minutes. I mean, I think LeBron played 26 minutes, Westbrook played 28, AD played 30 minutes. So these guys actually got to play. I, I can genuinely tell you, I have absolutely no idea what to take from the preseason. I really don't. 
Like, I, I don't. Yesterday, Steph Curry and Draymond didn't play. So, mm-hmm. what am I assessing this on? Yeah, who are they competing Jordan against? Jordan Poole and Damian Lee? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm assessing it Those on. Those are real people? Those are real people. <laughs> Actually, Jordan, Jordan Poole. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I say this not kidding around. Dude's a really good player. He's actually cooking the Lakers a couple different times. In so with that being said, in the preseason, but even even last I'm year he had a pretty good teasing. Yes, go ahead. Okay. Sorry. So with all that being said, I I don't really know what to walk away with. I, I the only thing I could really tell from the Lakers preseason is they really don't care about playing preseason games. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. the only thing. So the I tell you, the only thing I could actually walk away with is these guys have zero interest in the preseason. And by the way. That might be the right thing. You know, one of the things that you have complimented Sean McVay about is this is one of the first coaches to say, No, I don't play my guys. It's not even in the second in the second game or the third game or the first half or the second half. I just don't play my guys. Now for the Lakers, they've obviously played this the first time all three of those have played together. Um, maybe for the Lakers it's a little bit different, and I think for the NBA it's a little bit different. You have six games. Um for the Lakers you have eleven new guys. I think the Lakers' strategy is we literally do not care about the preseason. We'll play these guys some minutes. I thought in the third quarter they were trying to kind of pour it on against the Warriors, and then all of a sudden the Warriors came back. But I don't know how to assess the preseason. If you're asking me when you're going to walk away and get ready for October 19th, what does this Lakers team look like? I think it's a team that genuinely doesn't care about preseason, and I'm not sure yet what the starting line is going to be. I agree with you. I agree my my own kind of philosophies on these things is why why am I going to spend real time competing in something that gets me nothing right that and I'm not saying you don't want to be in shape I'm not saying you don't want to kind of get your your legs going a little bit but I'm not going to throw my best stuff at you I'm not going to I'm not going to compete at a, at a level when there's no win in this for me and let's listen to LeBron after the game last night because I think that he says it really well this is something that's going to take a little time to get ironed out yeah, I mean, you couldn't say it any better. It will take some time. What it looks like on opening night against the Warriors will mean, you know, this much. I got my fingers a half an inch apart. Yep. What it looks like at Thanksgiving looks is a little more important. What it looks like at New Year's, yeah, a little bit more. By the time we get to the All-Star break in February, it needs to look like it's going to look. So I, I think we'd all agree that because the Lakers are 0-5 in preseason – um, you shouldn't throw the panic button on, and Vegas isn't going to start changing the odds. I think we all agree on that. <laughs> Unlikely. But this is this is the one thing I will say is I, I think LeBron kind of making the case of we're going to need time. We're going to need, you know, obviously uh, we're going to have – it's going to take a month or 60 days or something like that to figure everything else out. Sure. I think that part's all accurate. But there's also been nothing in this preseason that I think you're walking away and saying, hmm, that looked good right there. What about the opposite, Al? Is there anything you're seeing right now and going, eh, that doesn't look good at all? And maybe it's not a five-alarm fire. Maybe it's not, oh, my gosh, but is it, there, hey, you there, know, I thought that might look a little better. There are turnovers, um, a lot of turnovers. Their three-point shooting is kind of similar to what it was last year when you thought you got some guys. Like, let me give an example, Wayne Ellington. I thought that's a guy that's going to be a spot-up shooter for the Lakers. He's kind of struggling. Again, it's preseason. So that's why I, I also am very cautious of everything I say. They're not trying. They don't care. Right. It's so. How am I going to? I mean, doing some of these post game shows, listening to Westbrook. Like, <laughs> do you guys really want me to answer these questions right now about <laughs> exactly. how we're playing? So it's it's at the end of the day, a week from today, we'll be analyzing their first game against Golden State. That will give us a much better. 
you, you, start. You picked a couple of words there that I think are really interesting because I think there's a huge difference between the two of them. You said that they don't care and they're not trying. I, I think one of those is true and the other one is only partially true. I think they're trying. I think they're trying to get the ball to go in the basket. I think they're trying to throw a good pass. I think they're trying to defend the guy in front of them in the sense that I'm out here, people are watching, I might as well try, but do they care? Not even a little bit. Mm-hmm. That the the There's a difference between effort and game effort. Trying is, hey, look, these people paid their money, they're buying hot dogs and, and, and peanuts, and you know, let's go out there and score 80 points, 85 points, 100 points, whatever it is, and you know, we'll, 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 we'll do something. And then there's, I want to win the game. And none of these moments are, I want to win the game thing. I also want to go back to this. You're talking about the the starting five. And you said, you know, Russ at the one, and you kind of go down, you end with AD at the five. Carmelo in that starting lineup, too. Yeah, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. fine. And those things, I'll steal a line from baseball, those things tend to take care of themselves. They, they, the water will find its own level, and they'll go from there. Russell Westbrook at the one, though, kind of made me stop and go, hey, hold on a second. We know for sure that when the games that do count get going, LeBron's the point guard. I mean, he's been the point guard in this league for 18 years when it's go time, right? Not not by definition. On the back of his basketball card, it doesn't say LeBron James PG. It says LeBron James F, right, forward. But when it's go time, where does Russ go? Because LeBron's going to have the ball in his hands, or at least he should. So just to play this as an example, Steph Curry is a point guard. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green a lot of times would get them in certain motions. Sure. Um, Steve Kerr was a point guard. Uh, Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan had the ball in their hand. So I don't think it is that big of a deal. It's positionless basketball, so that part I don't pay attention to. I actually have some genuine curiosity of what the Lakers end up doing with their starting lineup because I've I've said the more traditional DeAndre at the five, AD at the four. Now how you close out games is going to be completely different. I never thought Carmelo would be starting. I didn't either. So when Michael said Carmelo Anthony, that kind of took me by surprise. Um, and maybe their thought process is, okay, there's another shooter, so you have somebody out there that could be a stand-up or a spot-up type of shooter. So I, even though we kind of sit here and we say that none of these games really matter, I still actually think there's a lot of questions to the Lakers that we're probably not going to get answered for a month. Go to the defensive side of it. We know AD is a high-level defender. Yeah. Uh, Russell Westbrook is going to compete like crazy, yep. so there's no question there. What about Bazemore? What kind of defender is he? He's a solid defender. Okay, so you've got solid three because then you got if you got Lame- if you got Carmelo and LeBron out there, LeBron can kind of pick and choose his spots to defend, but that's not his I, area of expertise. And Lame- uh, I should say Carmelo is Carmelo Anthony. We know what he's he is defensively or what he isn't defensively. Do you like that? No. In the def- yeah, and that that's kind of my that's probably why I lean more towards. Let DeAndre play the five. You have AD. But then the Lakers are going to say, do we have enough shooters out there to kind of support these other players? Because Russ is not a shooter. By the way, at some point, and I don't know if you have it there, Russ was talking about his – there's these new rules in the NBA now, right? So if you try to take a jumper – and you start leaning into a player, right? You start leaning into yeah. a player. They're not going to make those calls anymore. Russ was asked about that because he was in that exact predicament. Take a listen to what he said. You know what I? You know what I appreciate about that quote the most. Russ knows. Russ is not trying to. You know, Russ is not. He knows what he's good at, and he knows what he struggles. It's in. it's self awareness is a beautiful perfect thing. response yeah. because if you make a joke out of it, it's funny. Mm-hmm. It may it makes you. 
more likable to because okay i know what i do not do particularly well and the opposite is a terrible way to go about it like you're right to, to, to lean into that seriously is like come on bro well when was the last time somebody tried to close out on you <laughs> i love i love that he says that and this is talking about that this is going to be more for a steph curry that's going to be for more for some of these other players but i love him saying eh, don't worry about anybody closing out on me and, and here's the reality i'm listening to john and michael during the broadcast russ gets a wide open jumper michael says He's going to have that jumper every single game because teams are going to say, "For sure, this is yours. We'll take our chances." No question about it. I told you we'd get to some bonus ask Slees, but how about a phone call ask Slee Temecula and Greg? Greg, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, great. It's good to hear from you. It's good to hear from I got you. A, I got a question for Slee regarding the uh, back against the ball getting tacos. Okay, are we talking L.A. County? San Bernardino, San Diego, or downtown Tijuana? This is important. I don't quite understand the question. So I think what he's saying, appreciate you calling in, Greg. I think what he's saying is if you're going to get a taco, where are you going to get your taco from? Uh-huh. Is that oh, what he's saying? I, I don't know. Um, They're different. San Diego tacos are different than L.A. tacos. I don't know much about San Bernardino. Okay. Um. You know, you go down towards San Isidro or go into Tijuana, that yeah. taco is going to be oh, different. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, okay. Now I get it. Yes, yes, yes. Is he saying the preference of the taco? Yeah. I, well, I think that the standards might be different from one place to the next. The, I think what, the what, style. The style. Is oh, for different. sure. The style is different, for sure. But look, it, I mean, there there are different different styles, different standards. There are you all these do, different. Do you know, things. if I'm they're com- all tacos, it's all a good choice. But if I'm comparing SD and LA. I feel like San Diego more known for their burritos, LA more known for their tacos. I'm good with either one in either place. <laughs> there are enough people here that know how to do both of those things incredibly well that you can take me to San. There's a great little place. Um, what's the casino right off the 10 freeways you drive to Palm Springs? The big tall one. Uh, not Pachanga. Morongo. Yeah. Morongo. There's a taco place that's on that dirt road that you take mm. in there this little hole in the wall it's right off the the freeway and it's already like it you you the have to know it's there or you'll drive right past it yeah it is money i think that's san bernardino county and that's one of the the all-time spots i, I wish i could give him a shout out by name i just don't remember what it is but if you get a chance that's the spot to go all right usc is all over the map mm-hmm. they've They've looked okay at times. They've looked terrible at other times, including last weekend against Utah. They need to figure out what they're going to do at head coach. And Pete Carroll, of all people, had some interesting thoughts Chiming on in a little bit. What, what they need to try and do. We'll hear from Pete Carroll, and we'll talk about whether or not it's good advice. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN, and ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So this is why one of many reasons, Al, that I love our listeners because they know things, right? They know exactly what I was talking about with that taco shop out by Morongo. 
crazy coyote tacos. Capitano Matt just sent a not on. only not Somebody, only did he name it, he has a picture of it as well, saying is right? this is the spot. That's what it is. Crazy coyote tacos. It's right there off the ten freeway by Morongo. It's fan, it's don't get the hot the way. is all I can say. It's, don't do that. You want to get go, the what? Don't get the hot. The salsa. When you put the salsa, you want to go, go. Oh yeah, it, it'll it's it'll ruin your day. Are we ever going to do this? Remember, I said one time that we should yeah, you really do a have, spicy wing. Like, listen, you really have this. Taylor, in your were mind. you there when we talked about this? I don't think so. Okay, so the idea and the in, concept though. is very simple: is the final segment of one of our shows. Okay, we do this on a Friday, right? No Lakers game on a Friday night. Something along those lines. Uh huh. We both have a spicy wing uh-huh. in the last segment, and then we just try to do our segment. Sounds terrible to me. But it's why? I why do be, I want to put myself in agony? That sounds. I don't. Food is so, such a pleasurable experience to Co- me. Why do I want to ruin it? Couple reasons. Um, I don't have a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the I way, sells me on it. Okay, it's kind of the reasoning for good. it. Taylor, it's Taylor you said you would do this. What if neither of you can talk though? That's okay. That's 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 what would be great. It's the final segment. Emily, are you a spicy food person? I can eat it, but the last time I did, I almost like my lips went. Super okay, I don't big. think no, we go you. four four people doing it. Let them at least run the show. <laughs> there has to be someone that can speak. Yeah, somebody well, that can do I, I, something. I don't know. I mean, if we're all we're a, are we a team or are we not a team? Are we going to do this together I'm in, I'm or in. are we going to do this selectively? I'm talking. Well, but okay. Let's use Taylor as an example. Okay. All you and I have to do is just talk even though we can't talk because it's incredibly spicy I'm, I'm talking about we do a really spicy wing taylor's trying to come out of commercial breaks he's got you know turn this up turn that down why why are you and i the only people that end up in agony at the end of this thing i don't if we're gonna do this i want all four of us to hurt i i i, I want to do it on air <laughs> no i because i feel like we can't do we, it on air if it's if it's going to be the you're, other you're, way you're talking me into it a couple of other questions that are coming up on twitter uh, Papa Ish says that I look like I'm being interrogated by HR with my picture that's online right now at Travis Rogers ESPN Los Angeles Twitter feed. It's just a mustache. I'm being interrogated. Chris Hansen didn't walk into the room. It's just a mustache. Here's the so other. Do you question. just go to the grocery store with that? Like everything's normal. Think of it. No, the only place I've been is downstairs in the Starbucks, and no people don't know. No, me, they so won't they don't, say anything. They yeah, don't know they, that they, this is not my no. look. Right, so it's not to you guys. You kind of understand that this is not my. Do you feel deal. tougher? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because if bit. I don't know you, why? Why do you ask? What do you? What are you trying to say? Yep, that's a good response. That's a good response. Because if I don't know you and <laughs> and I just see you like I don't know outside of uh, outside of a, a dive bar smoking a cig, I'm yeah. like, yeah, no, this dude's got a he's got a Harley out he's there. About that. It's imposing. Don't he's screw about with that. Him. Don't so screw with him. Here's the other part. I'm going to leave this on. Until the Dodgers either win the World Series or don't. Mm-hmm. I think we know what the or don't means. Mm-hmm. Um, what if I have something important that comes up? What if I need to attend throw, a business meeting? Let me what throw, if I need no, to, no, no, I got a perfect example. Okay. When's the Rams' next home game? Uh, the Lions. It a week from it's Sunday? a week from Sunday against okay, the Lions. A week from Sunday. So let's say Dodgers get past the Giants. Now you're playing a series against the Atlanta Braves. Uh-huh. And let's say it's game six is on a Sunday. Okay. And you got to go to... SoFi Stadium, and you got to, you know, obviously go do your pre-half post, the post you're going to do at- First quarter and third quarter. And first and third quarter. Post you're going to go do at the casino, right? You're doing yeah, it at- Yeah, Hollywood Park Hollywood casino. Park. People should come to that, by the way. Yeah, I think you got to just roll with it now. You just got to keep it. Yeah, you have to. And I you could, have a perfect reason why. SoFi, I could pull off because I'm masked the entire time. I could buy it. So, so, oh, yeah, right. so, so is an that. easy way yeah, to do no, it. The casino one. afterwards, <laughs> although, because, you know, maybe, maybe, we'll see. Somebody else wanted me to dye it blue if they win the World Series. 
That that part is not happening. That I can say unequivocally is not going to happen. All right, USC. Uh, Travis Lee's brought to you by Goodyear. With you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear more driven. They've got real problems, right? They, they, their season has been all over the map. They've got Pac-12 coming has up. Real the, problems. Yeah, the Pac-12 has mm-hmm. real problems too. But there's the problems that Oregon has, which are basically they have a bad quarterback. Okay, but they also beat Ohio State, and they're still in the top ten, and they still have a chance to go do some stuff. I agree with you; they're not very good because the quarterback's not very good. But the program is not in disarray. Mm-hmm. the The program at USC feels like it's in disarray. You can't get you know stomped by Oregon State at the Coliseum. You cannot get blown out of a game by Stanford. You cannot get blown out of a game by Utah. Utah's a pretty good team, but they're all over the place. They got Notre Dame coming up this weekend. That could get very ugly for them. Okay, That's their number one rival, arguably, if it's not UCLA. And unfortunately, I don't know if there's a you know an end in sight, right? I know a lot of this is going to be predicated on who replaces – uh, who becomes the next head coach, not the interim coach, who is, hey, this is the guy that we're giving the keys to for the next X amount of years or whatever the case is. That is going to be such a critical hire that can either prolong things in the way that they're at for a few more years or you can kind of start chipping away and say, okay, hey, we, we like where the program is heading. So Pete Carroll was asked about the situation, right? Because, mm-hmm. look, if we're being just – This L.A. Times uh, interview. Yep. Right, just cards on the table – USC is closing in on 20 years of not being a very good team. That doesn't mean they haven't had good seasons here and there. That doesn't mean that they haven't had good players here and there. They have. But the program, when you think of USC football, at least for me, you think of the program that they had under John McKay winning national championships, Heisman Trophy. You hands it off to John Robinson, sure. they're winning national championships and Heisman Trophy. And then it kind of lulled for a while. And then it comes roaring back with Pete Carroll, Heisman Trophy winners, national championships, NFL picks all over the place. They are the marquee program in college football. Mm-hmm. About 20 years from that being true, right? Maybe 15. Probably okay? closer to 15. Probably yep. closer to 15. Mm-hmm. A kid coming into high school right now, a kid coming out of high school right now, he's never been around when USC's good. So this idea that, well, go go recreate what Pete – he doesn't even know. The, a high school kid doesn't even know what's going on with Pete Carroll or what he had cooking. You need to start this thing from the ground up. You need to go get somebody that has something working now and have them bring that formula – to USC because Pete Carroll says oh why don't they just do it again because it's hard you know as a head coach it's hard it's a complex job anyway but in that environment in that setting it's a challenge it wasn't too big and it wasn't too much fun it just fit right that's why it was such a great time in my life it's hard to just oh do that again you need somebody that's got their own ideas their own philosophies you can't just say, oh, well, this guy won a bunch of games here. You need somebody that knows how but to isn't that, build something. Isn't that what's hurt USC is they're chasing for a Pete Carroll? 100%. Right? They've, they've continued to chase for it. And I think, actually, that's a, that's a great observation from Pete, right? For Pete to be to be asked that question, it's like, don't try to be me. Go be something of your own. Go create something on your Go find somebody that has his own vision. Go ask somebody that can sell something to a 17-year-old, a 16-year-old, a 19-year-old, a 20-year-old, sell something to his parents that, look, yes, the, the school has unbelievable tradition. Of course it does. You know, you can the, – the likelihood and the chances of you getting noticed and making it to the NFL, it could happen at USC because it's happened. It, it happens all the time. Yeah. But we're going to do it our way, and this is the vision that we have, and this is why we're going to rebuild, and this is – it's a great observation from Pete Carroll to say it. I don't know if USC knows it. We'll find out by their next hire. So here's another wrinkle. They're going to be competing with another 
big-time school to hire the next big guy, right? Because Ed Orgeron's going to get fired at LSU. It's just a matter of time. They got absolutely demolished by Kentucky last weekend. What's your window that you have after you win a national championship? At a place like that, about two years, and that's where we are. After you won a national championship? At a place like that, you got Look, if you win a national championship at UCLA, you can stay forever, Mm -hmm. right? They're They're not running you out anytime soon. If you won a national championship at USC... I think you'd probably get five, six years, but eventually that that goes away. And in LSU, in the South, in the SEC, you you get about who, uh, who was it? Was doesn't Gus, it, Gus Miles? Not not Gus Miles. On Gene Chizik won the national championship at Auburn. He's fired two years later. Doesn't it feel like it? Really does feel like their their championship was it two years ago? It was two now? years ago. It was the Joe Burrow team. It was two and last Damn, year and la- then that quick. Not not only that, Al. The next year was the COVID year, which you know, go figure. It's just a I think disaster. They went five and five, it's something like that. And then this year, losing to UCLA, embarrassing mm-hmm. for a team like LSU. That's an embarrassing loss. Losing to Kentucky, embarrassing. So the the point of all this, the 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 top candidates, LSU is going to be calling those people too. If if it's just USC calling, and you're let's use Luke Fickle as an example. Mm-hmm. Okay, the head coach at Cincinnati. They're in the top five. They're set up to go into a. Uh, 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 college football playoff position, all of these things. The phone rings. AP twenty five. They're number three in the country right now. Iowa number two. What the hell is going on in college the, football? The phone rings mm-hmm. and LSU is on line one, and then your call waiting clicks in, and it's USC. They both offering you the job. That's a no brainer for Luke Fickle, right? To go to LSU, it's okay, a far give, better give me, job. Give me your. To me, it's not a no brainer. But tell me why it's a no-brainer to you. Okay, and it's as simple as this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about players. I'm not going to talk about tradition. I'm not going to talk about Which any you can of do the for both facilities. Mm-hmm. Wait, none, none of that. Mm-hmm. None of that. Mm-hmm. LSU will do whatever it takes to win football games, mm-hmm. and I mean that in every possible way. Whatever you need to do. Well, yeah, yeah, we got you. Hey, you know that assistant? I don't need to pay that guy two and a half, three million bucks. Fine, go go do it. Hey, this kid, he's had a little trouble in high school. It's not a great look. It's kind of an ugly story. Bring him in. We, we got you. Bring him in. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Hey, my star quarterback got in some trouble. Uh, There's some real bad stuff that went down. So, hey, don't worry. We got the cops. USC's not going to do that, or so at least not to that degree. What That's you're why saying the is, difference. if this is, just use it as an example, if this is a business, uh-huh. you got one side of the business that says, we're gonna whatever we're gonna have to do. We're gonna end up winning. We're gonna find a way to win. And the other one is saying, um, "I need you to read this rule book and guidebook. It's forty-eight pages long. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow you have a test on it. And oh, by the way, come back the next day because we're doing another training thing that's gonna go for two more weeks after that. And it's just this kind of continuous. Well, can I just go to work? Can I just get my job done? Yes." And SC will not allow whoever that coaches to go get not, their job. Not done. as much. They they'll they'll might look the other way on something minor, but keep it. We've talked about this a million times. USC's got had so many things go wrong for them in the last few years, publicly wrong. The scandal where people are on the crew team that didn't know how to get in a boat, and that terrible doctor that was on. They, 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 they have a bunch of stuff that they'd really rather not relive. So they're they're going to follow the rules more or less. But by, by the LSU's way, LSU's not. By the way, and, and listen. I don't know enough about it. I don't know enough about college football. I don't know what the bar is that these other colleges are setting of we have a standard and we don't have a standard. I really don't know. I genuinely, genuinely don't know. In the Pete Carroll days when he was 
dominating college football, mm-hmm. and that wasn't a program that you're talking about, well, where is USC in the Pac-12? That mm-hmm. wasn't the conversation. Where's USC? Give me the AP. Give me the coaches poll. Give me the – that's the only thing that I care about. I don't know how much different those days are than they are today, um, but if your reasoning is the LSU job is better than an SC job simply because it comes down to just that, it, it, if it just comes down to one school's willing to do whatever it takes, the other one isn't. I, I think that's the biggest difference between the two, but I got an even more terrifying question for SC fans that we can talk about coming up in just a little bit. Is SC a better job than Cincinnati? <laughs> that's the part that should really make SC fans say, wait, wah, wah, huh? I even think SC fans would realize that LSU and SC, that's a, that's one that they're probably going to lose more often than not. Cincinnati, if you would ask that question five years ago, give me a break. But Luke Fickle has something cooking there that I don't know if uh, he can get it squared away. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So, opening night in the NHL last night. Did you happen? Emily showed me this this morning. Okay. The uh, Golden Knights in Vegas played their first ever game against the Seattle, Kraken. Right. Yep. Right. The Kraken was mm-hmm. on the road. What? Why they opened? Didn't open at home. I don't know. But they opened on the road against Vegas. You have to go look at this video. The Vegas pregame show mm-hmm. where they have Legit. a like a squid the kraken right on yeah. the ice Man, projected with lasers and they basically burn it into the ocean it is the most amazing thing i've ever seen mm. it is so so cool so while i am a ducks guy go ducks slee the uh the vegas golden knights know how to put on a show it's a yeah, pretty vegas good deal. uh i think they they have um they might make it in the entertainment industry. Although, so I've been to a Golden Knights game in Vegas, and yep. it's it's an incredible show, super fun. They have Carrot Top do like some in game, like you can't sit here or you can't throw this. It's like Carrot Top, really? We couldn't get like Wayne Newton or something. <laughs> let's let's Vegas this thing up a little. Oh bit yeah, more. I have seen this. It's I saw part of it. Yesterday. Extraordinary, yeah. Yeah. just incredibly cool. Yeah. All right, we'll get to SC and whether or not Luke Fickle would want to leave the Cincinnati Bearcats coming up in just a bit. But first, factor cap. All right, guys, I'm not sure if you've seen this, but it's gone a bit viral on Twitter recently where people are Travis's, airing out their uh, red flags. Yes, that too, okay. that too red flag. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> talking about red flags with people. So someone not knowing anything about sports is a red flag. Travis, is this Dr. Cap? Uh, Cap, if I discover that you don't know anything about sports, you are the one person that I am actually kind of interested in talking mm. with a little bit because that's... Really, I, I'm not interested in breaking down the Lakers when I'm sitting at Starbucks waiting for my coffee, right? If, if it, Let's have a conversation about something other than that. So when I find the guy that doesn't know anything about sports or the woman who doesn't know anything about sports, I'm all in at that point. So I'm going to go <clears> – <throat> I'll go cap on this as well, but I will say it's a timing thing. There are times you're somewhere where you don't really know that many people. Let's say you have to go to a party. You're forced to go somewhere. And there's just one individual there that wants to talk sports. I'm like, I got a connection right here. 
I'm down to talk an hour of sports and not talk to any of these other people that have absolutely no interest in what I have interest in. Then there's other times you want nothing to do with sports. Yeah. It's kind of like this, it's this <laughs> interesting, weird combination, but I found myself many a times where it's one person that wants to talk sports, they know sports, and I'm like, you're the only guy I want to talk to here. <laughs> Let's have that conversation. I want the guy that wants to talk about wine or plays or ecology, geography, whatever. Just hit me with anything other than why LeBron should be the three. You know, I'm good. I get I get enough of that. I get enough of that along the way. I'm taking my video out, and I'm just showing my – I'm just I'll saying. I'll your I'm vacation slides. Kendrick Nunn, why are you going left in that situation? Shift. You ever been to uh, British Columbia? No. Let me show you some slides. Let's go. Yeah, let me let me see them. I'm in. Let's, let's break them out. Okay, so last night – Do was... they still have slides? Is that a thing 100%. that people it's exist anymore? Now, so. Yeah, slides are, <laughs> slides are big right now. Okay, so Make yes. Make it a resurgence. <laughs> Yesterday, I uh, went to my first NBA game. I went to the preseason game for the Lakers. It was right. really fun. But stay the whole thing. I did stay the whole game. So did you listen you know. to the post game. No, this I'm is not. I'm, I'm not trolling you when I say when I ask this for real. Does it count if it's a preseason game? I mean, does it count? I does. It's it not. A free it's not game? the same. It's, it's not, not the same, same, Al. You didn't walk in as if I'm not saying that she didn't have, have a good the time. Wide open. I'm not saying she didn't have a good time. I'm wondering that because at the end of the night, you're not like I can't believe they won or what an amazing no, shot. You know it's what? Just the concessions kinda, eh. were closed, and they didn't. You didn't have to show Might your ticket to get in. <laughs> so it was. Yeah, it was more for the vibes. I got to see LeBron play. Yep. Even again, even if it was a preseason that game. Counts. Anyway, so my what I got. My friend got some food that was a. Uh, Less than desirable. So mm-hmm. all stadium food is worse than food that you can buy at a restaurant. Alan, is this factor cap? Uh, no question about it. They're they're making it for the masses. You know, this is not hey, um, you're picking a specific place when you're at a you're at a ball game or you're at an NFL game or you're at an NBA game. I'm not saying that there are all the items are bad. I'm saying you just got to kind of lower your expectations here. You might walk away and say, "Wow, that was pretty good," but your expectations got to be right. I think got to lower those expectations. It's the word all that makes it cap. It's most and it's a fact. But all there there are a handful of things in a handful of places that are pretty good at a ballpark or a stadium or an arena. Look, is it because you there's bad food at restaurants every once in a while too, right? You can run into some bad stuff. All is a tricky word, so I'm going to call that one can cap. Can I can I let, let, let's look at it this way. Have you ever gone to a game where food is a big part of it? Well, be more specific, because the answer, just generally speaking, is yes. Okay, I, I'm I, going I gone, to eat as much I, as anything else. I think I told you this. I've gone to, there's the, I want to say it's Lexus Dugout, something like that at Dodger Stadium, yeah. where they got the whole spread. Sure. That, if I know I have a ticket to that, I'm looking, a week prior, I'm thinking about what the hell I'm going to get when I'm there. <laughs> but if I'm just going to a regular game, yeah. it, I'm not, I will eat everything, but I'm not overly looking no, no, forward no. I, to it. I, I'm with you on that. If I'm going to a Dodger game, it's a Wednesday night, they're playing the Pirates. Yeah, it'd be great. Get a beer, some get peanuts, a, beer, a, a dog, dog, a peanuts, a Kula Koo, a frozen malt, a helmet nachos, a popcorn. Okay, yeah, right. There's there's uh, another there's, beer. There's, there's no items a cocktail. There's, uh, there's yeah. pizza. There's, there's pizza, <laughs> french fries. There's, trip, there's a lot of options. This guy's down 280 <laughs> 280 bucks right out the gate. is gone. <laughs> it's like going to Vegas. When the second you come through the gates at a ballpark, yeah. your money loses its value. It doesn't even care. You should be able to pay with chips at a ball game because it doesn't feel real. Hundred bucks for a coke and a beer. Here you go. Sounds great to me. All right. So if you bump into someone at like a stadium or an arena spilling their drink, you have to get them a new one. Travis is factor cap. I think that's a fact. 
And look, if it's a drop or two, if we got a full beer, right, and just the top quarter inch comes off, I'm going to apologize. I'm really sorry. Hey, my fault, et cetera, et cetera. But if like a quarter of that beer comes out, I got to replace that. I, I got to get that taken care of. That's a fact. Uh, I'll go cap. I think it depends on the situation. You bumped into me and spilled my beer. That's the situation. The amount of beer that's spilled has a lot to <laughs> do does. with it. This is where it's a no-brainer. I'm sitting next to you, and you have your beer, let's say, by my foot, and I knock over your beer. Like, it's gone. I knocked over your entire beer. That's on it's me. It's in the lady in front of you's shoes now. <laughs> that, that's on me. But how do I know this guy wasn't paying attention? What if this dude was looking on his phone? That's on me as well? Well, if it's clearly your fault and you spill my beer, yeah, you need to replace that. You know what? Go get your own beer. They're so expensive. That's like, I got to buy this guy a $20 Coors Light. Hey, just a Man. second. I'm opening up I'm opening up a line of credit at Chase. Let me just get that and then just need two to four weeks. All right. My last one. Uh, this also comes from yesterday. Uh, stealing an open seat at a stadium is okay if that person in that seat is at least 30 minutes late. Alan, is this factor cap? So I've done this before back in the day. But do you not just feel like the whole situation is not comfortable? So I think that's what it comes down to. Because if I got to go because I'm sitting a couple rows, uh, you know, it's a couple rows better seat. But every person that's walking towards my aisle, I'm looking at it. It's going to be this guy. No, it's it's this guy. It's, it's, It's this seat. And then it's also the shame of if... The person then says, hey, uh, this is my seat. I think you're in my seat. Sir. And then I got to show the ticket. Do, do you pretend that you're, oh, gosh, I, I had no That's idea. It's crazy <laughs> that I'm in 208 and you're in 104. Yeah. Um, wow. I, I think it's uh, it's not worth doing it. Let's put it that way. Uh, you, you, yes, it's your answer is the right answer. I don't know if this surprises. I, I'm a rule follower. If my seat is section 308, row K, seat 12, I'm in 308, row K, seat 12. That's, okay. I sit where I'm supposed to sit. Open section. I, I, look, Your seats are taken. Are you telling them no. that there's seats around it, you? If I have bad seats, I'll just sit in a row behind or in front. It doesn't bother me. But if I have good seats, I'm going to say, hey, I think you might be in my spot. But you you use the right yeah. word. Shame. Look, I possess a great deal of shame under the best of circumstances. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of me. Okay? so But it's that thing that... Everybody's like, look at this guy. Look at this guy. He spent $12 on a ticket. He's sitting in a $50 seat. Hey, look, look at this what, guy. You think, you think you know what you Yeah, you're the first person to think of this? My kids, every time we go to a game, hey, Dad, can we move down to those seats? Be my guest. I'm not going with you. How you're on much, your own. How much does it change with the mustache? Like, oh, no, does no, it for, now, nobody's moving me out it, of that seat. Yeah, I think, I think there's- What? I think it adds an element to this where now somebody says, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. Sir, I think you might be in my seat. I don't think I am. <laughs> I got in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how that one's going to go. I don't think I am. You would do none of that. <laughs> With this, I might. I got yes. in trouble one time, too, because I was at Hollywood Bowl, and I was looking at my seats, and I had, was totally convinced that these were my seats. And I was like, oh, sorry, like you guys sat in my seat. And then they're like, uh, I don't think so. Like This is our seat. And I had to look at my phone again. I'm like, Oh no! I'm was like it a an little honest dyslexic. Mistake, though? It was an honest mistake, okay. but I felt that's so okay. bad. I was like, "Okay, just kidding." And then honest mistake. Aside. You can because that's not but, embarrassing. But that's just I made a mistake. Not a big deal. But, but I, I'm withered. There's a little bit like you know you're saying the shame thing is you know what's going on. <laughs> yes. But when you don't go, now you're back to uh, you're right. Uh, oh, enjoy gosh, the I'm show. Sorry. And if you're just like one to the left or right or back or I can live. But it, yeah. hey, um, sir, you're in the uh, top deck, and this is uh, waiter service seating. <laughs> 
then you're then you're just a bad guy. I love the, the uh, you're not moving out of the seat <laughs> no. because of the mustache. I don't think I am. No. Travinsley is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. The Rams are off to a great start. Four and one game coming up against the Giants yep. this week. And Al, I'll tell you why that game is not the game that I have my eye on, or really any of the games in the next three. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. <laughs> I don't know about this. I do like the one of me on the motorcycle. I, I don't could never actually ride a motorcycle, but I like the visual of me taking care of business. Here's the thing: you don't even have to ride a motorcycle. You what you need to do to is. Actually, that's the way to do it. When you go downstairs before you leave, find a motorcycle, stand next to it, take a picture, put that up on Instagram. People are going to be like, man, I thought Trav was a really nice guy. This You don't want to screw around with Travis Rogers. I think that's the perception you're going to give off. Feral Ghost writes, I loved you in Cocoon. I, I, that's kind of messed up. I'm not Wilford Brimley, Taylor. I still I still take that a little personally. It's kind of a bad deal along the way. This kind of goes back to something we were talking about with Factor Cap a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Ballpark etiquette, like do you try to sneak into better seats? And if you do, do you pretend you don't know what's going on? Here's Phil in Monrovia. Phil, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Phil? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Travis. With that mustache, man, or the blue man shoes going on, i got to say you're a legend already. So don't nice. let anybody uh, sway you from that. He's got a Thank lot you. more respect on this show. That's <laughs> all it took. It's about what Travis Rogers said, so let's just put that out there. Perfect. Thank uh, you, Phil. Uh, okay, so quick story, guys, uh, and then one for Travis on the end, but quick one. I went to a Laker game. I got some free tickets from somebody. It was really cool. Walked in. Uh, you know, I get to the front door. They scan the tickets. Little issue scanning them. I'm getting a little angry because they're giving me the business. I get a little little uh, heated. They let me through the door, no problem. I'm like, okay. I, I did my thing. I, I got in. Go to my seat, sit down. Everything's going good. Lakers are playing. This was years ago. All of a sudden, I look to my right. I see a red coat. And I'm like, oh, there's a red coat standing next to me. That's pretty interesting. About a couple minutes go by. Oh, to my left, there's another red coat. <laughs> next thing I know, there's about eight red coats surrounding me asking me to step out from my seat. <laughs> Apparently, the lady I got heated with uh, reported me, and they walked me to the side and spoke to me because they thought I was using counterfeit tickets. So uh, it turns out it, it ended up good for me because the real counterfeiters were caught sitting right in front of me. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. It uh, did, uh, did scare me. But, uh, Travis, real quick before I head out, man, great show, guys. Travis, you love food. I hope you've tried Raising Cane's. If you haven't, go check it out. All they do is chicken fingers, and you will thank me. Have a great day, guys. Appreciate All right, it, Phil. I appreciate that. I have. Um, you're not going to like I've what I'm gone. about to say. Never gone. Uh, it, you've never been? It's good. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's, it's like you said, it's chicken fingers exclusive. They've got Texas they Toast, which is pretty somewhere good. somewhere else, or is that their... I, no, I think that's their name. It's not like a Carl's Jr. Hardy situation. and... Uh, I, I don't think so. Raising Cane's is its is. own thing. It's mm-hmm. good. It's chicken fingers. I, I'm not your guy because chicken fingers are not something that they're good. I'll eat if you gave me a big plate of them, I'd eat every last one. They're good, but I don't really seek that out. But, I gotta say, Canes is a very southern thing, and yeah. so that's where I had a lot of it. It reminds me in college at frat parties they would have just vats of these chicken fingers. So that's where I, I love the Canes. It, it, it is pretty Super classy. The Texas toast is pretty good. They have the <laughs> dipping sauce. Their dipping sauce is legit. It's like, I, I, as I talk myself into this, I keep going back to Phil. I, got I don't know why he's dying on that one, but I got him. I the, got him. The dipping sauce is good. I, I, I changed my, it is good. I, you, you, you sold me on it. And Emily's right. If they're there, I'm going to, I'm going to destroy it. 
I don't know why we didn't think about this, but doing the etiquette about changing seats at games, mm-hmm. um, I didn't know it was going to spark people that want to give their maybe their own personal stories. But if you're one of those that is at a game, your ticket isn't exactly the best seat. Are you kind of scouting? Are you are you paying less attention to the game because you're thinking, hey, in the second half, there, I know that plate. nobody sat there <laughs> through the first half of the game. I'm going to go take some action. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. We'll get to those calls in just one sec. Go ahead. So the other thing I was going to say, when, you're, when you are switching a seat, do you ever do this? This is with anything. Bro, if you do it confidently, it's oh. just it's happening. Oh. The second guessing, right? Like the you start walking towards that seat, now you're gonna turn it around. Everybody's like, what are you doing? What, Own what? it. Yeah, it you look, gotta, this, you, this goes for everything in life, right? If you exude confidence, it it's gonna no, get no, you it's in the place. It's his seat. I just saw him. Yeah. It's his seat. Look, look at you, the way he walked up to if it. If you're what you do is you go straight to the usher. On the aisle. He's the one guarding your end. You go, hey, man, how you doing? Good night tonight? You busy? Okay, cool. And then just start walking to the – don't try to avoid eye contact. Don't try to avoid interacting with him and sneak behind someone else who's asking him a question. They they know what they're doing. They're perfect. But if you just go, hey, man, good night tonight? Yep, cool. I just right. walk and backwards then. down the stairs. <laughs> you pull your jacket up over your head and sneak down there along the way. sweating, walking to his seat? What's wrong this with is a This is a common story. Let's go to Chris in L.A. These uh, people have tactics on how to do this. Chris, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, fellas. You know, I never thought I'd be uh, actually analyzing my seat etiquette, but... <laughs> You caused me to do that. You know, some people are just conflict avoiders. I personally have no problem going to a sporting event. And uh, real, real quick, you know, Chris, for- before you go any further, do you have a Fu Manchu mustache? No, I don't. No, oh, because I thought that might be the secret. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. No, 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 no. But it's like Keyshawn said. No, we just get get in. You know, you get yeah. get tickets to just to get you in. But my wife is like you, Travis. She refuses to move, and it made me realize I'm okay with doing it at sporting events. But I wouldn't do it at, like, a concert or something. And, and, and I think it's because at a sporting event, there's so many open seats. And I think just people understand people move down all the time. But if I went to, like, say, a Hamilton and I saw two really <laughs> open seats down below, there's no way in the world I'm going down there because I would be totally embarrassed. But at a sporting event, I'm not embarrassed. It's like, oh, these are your seats? Oh, yeah, I'm just warming them up for you. You know, you just joke and just move on. We've bounced around a few times. So for some reason, my etiquette is different. For sporting events I get it. versus, you know, concerts and things of an upper class kind of thing, I think. Chris, really quickly, what's your wife's name? Tracy. Tell Tracy that I say hello and that she and I would get along very well because not <laughs> hey, not in a million would. years am I yes, going into would. somebody else's seat. I paid for this seat in this row, and that's where I'm sitting. So Tracy and I would be good friends. Appreciate it, Matt. Thank you for Thanks, calling Chris. In. Yeah, look, I, you're one of two, right? You're the guy that just like, I'm going to go down there. Is it different for you? Would you? Cause I Matt, like how you know, he embraces it, too. And he's like, yeah, I just joke around. I'm just warming up the seat for you. And then he goes on to the next seat. It's, it's kind of hard to remember. But back, remember, a million years ago when we used to go to the movie, <laughs> you would actually go into a movie theater and you had to start yeah. buying your seat. Oh, I want these two seats next to each other. Mm-hmm. You is that you're gonna try to upgrade that? Like, eh, I'm on the end. I'm off to the side. I want to be in the middle. I'm just gonna wing it. And movie see if I can get much in there. much different for a movie. Much different for a movie. Sporting vet. Everything's lit up. You're seeing. Okay, who was there in the first quarter? Who was there in the first three innings? Nobody's took those seats. You just go from there. 
Dodgers, Giants, somebody that's won 109 games is going home tomorrow night. We'll get it all down. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. It's next.